Welcome to the You Can Make It So podcast, episode number 91. I hope that you enjoyed last week's interview with Matt Mayberry, the author of Culture is the Way. He spoke about how to build an organization for speed, impact, and excellence. It was a stellar interview, and his book is a must-read indeed. You can find it and a myriad of great other books on our 23 books for 2023 list. Just go to our website, phoenixlifecoachingcanada.com. That is also where you can listen to the interview itself if you missed it, along with all of our past podcast episodes. And today we're going to discuss the virtues of being an anticipatory leader. But in fact, what we're really discussing is the virtues of leadership in general. As we've said before, the difference between a good leader and a great leader is one who learns to anticipate rather than react. And if culture is the way, and it is, then it needs great leaders. So let's become great leaders. You ready? Let's get after it. Let's make it so. Recently, a past colleague of mine called me out of the blue to tell me that he had been named an interim director of an organization. After the usual congratulations, he asked me if I had any leadership tips for his term as an interim leader. Well, I told him the most important thing is to completely forget the interim part and focus on just being the leader. I said this because what often happens with interim leaders, in fact with leaders in general, is that they don't lead. Once in leadership, in our complicated and fast-changing world and workplace, they fall into the trap of becoming a placeholder, and they simply stay the course. They tell themselves that they shouldn't try anything new or bold. After all, what if it ruffles the feathers or offends someone? But that is exactly the wrong strategy. And here is why. A great leader must be courageous. And simply staying the course is not courageous. Effective leaders need to be bold. In our rapidly changing world, organizations need to innovate and they need to keep up. And simply staying the course means that you're likely going to fall behind. An interim leader, just like any leader, also should have a second virtue. Not only should they be courageous, but they must have the virtue of prudence. Prudence involves gathering evidence, consulting with others, being objective and reflective before deciding on a course of action. It is particularly important for leaders to consult with knowledgeable managers and others involving them in decision-making and a process of decision-making, not an arbitrary decision-making, but rather a process decision-making that leads to greater acceptance of the decisions themselves. Temperance is another virtue that involves controlling one's emotions, and a leader definitely needs this one. Often it is a lack of temperance that gets many leaders into trouble. Temperance at its core is about humility, a quality found in the best of leaders, 
Temperance leads leaders to admit when they've made mistakes that they don't know at all and to correct when their work has not led to success. And finally, justice. Justice is the last virtue, and it involves being fair. Fair in leading and fair in dealing with others. Leaders should not only treat everyone fairly, but they should not put their own gains over that of others. These virtues, courage, prudence, temperance, and justice, are thousands of years old, but they still serve leaders well today. Even leaders who might see themselves as interim leaders, just occupying a leadership role. They represent the fundamental qualities of outstanding leaders, and they are the guidelines for success. So why do I share all of this with you? Well, a study published in February of 2020 surveyed some 1,200 employees, primarily in the U.S., and in the UK, and found that a leader's virtues had a direct impact on three principal dimensions of work-related well-being. Job satisfaction, work-related effect, and work engagement. I'll put the survey link in the podcast notes for you. Now, the practical implication of this survey is that the findings underscore that promoting virtuous leadership is a promising pathway for improved employee well-being, which ultimately benefits not only individual performance, but organizational growth. Why is this relevant? Well, because so often, while one of the things that often separates a good leader from a great one is the ability to anticipate And the one thing that celebrates a good organization from a great one, as we discussed last week, is its culture. Both leadership and culture without the virtues of a leader is like breathing without oxygen, neither good or great. So if you want your organization, team, and even family unit to not be the void of greatness, then it is important to take some time exploring how your current leadership relates to the well-being and trust of those that you lead, no matter whether that is one person or a hundred people. So let's look at two ways to reflect on that, both of which center on you as a leader in the form of two questions, challenging ones at that, but important. Here's the first. Do you want to grow? You see, some people willingly accept the opportunity to grow, while others shun from it. Likewise, in order to become a top-rate leader, you must have the motivation and drive to develop. To develop something that I call readiness. What is it? Well, readiness shows itself in your ability to answer these questions. Are you ready to work hard to develop your leadership competencies? Are you able to take constructive criticism 
in an effort to improve? Are you willing to give up old, ineffective strategies and try new ones? Are you willing to believe you do not have all the answers? If you have answered yes to those questions, then you have the motivation to develop your leadership readiness. Effective leaders often already know what they're doing, how to make decisions. Bottom line, they know their skill. They know their business, but they often lack team smarts. How to collect and analyze data to inform decisions. How to be socially intelligent by learning to be tactful in communication and seeing the other person's perspective. How to solicit valuable information from work teams, from peers, from mentors. This is crucial in choosing to grow from good to great. You see, the era of leaders who bark orders or lack empathy is gone. And the era of leaders who disassociate themselves from the day-to-day -day has not only concluded, but it is way, way back in the rearview mirror. Competency will get you on the map as a leader, but it is virtue that will take you to the destination. Can I say that again? Competency will get you on the map as a leader, but it is virtues that will take you to the destination. All right, here's the second question. Are you willing to set good developmental goals? Regardless of the competencies that you're trying to develop, it's important to set good developmental goals. An acronym that has become somewhat well used and an acronym that I think many people do know is the acronym SMART. It, of course, stands for goals that are specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and timely. These goals are critical. Critical to you setting objectives that will help you to become the best leader that you can be. Check the podcast notes for a little deeper explanation of each of those specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and timely goals. It's critically important that as you look at these goals, that you receive specific feedback. Having a mentor or a coach who will give you honest and constructive feedback is important in developing your goals. Leadership and leadership development is hard work. Therefore, it's also really important that you take the time to celebrate and reward yourself for even small wins and improvements. Developing as a leader is not a one-time event. It is a continuous program of improvement. Remember the old adage, leadership is a journey, not a destination. There's truth there, but at the core of it, is the virtues that you choose as you seek not just to be a good leader, but a great one. Don't hesitate to reach out if I can help. It's what I've done now for over 20 years, helping individuals and teams lead with confidence and grow in clarity towards results that reduce anxiety 
and increase profits. You can contact me through our website or use the link in our podcast notes. Together, we can finish 2023 strong by giving you tools to set the habits for success in 2024. All right, let's wrap up. Leaders can be smart and competent, but all goes for naught if the leader lacks the ability to do the right thing. Virtues are critically important for keeping a leader on the right path. A well-proven model for leadership development is to focus on those virtues, courage, temperance, prudence, and justice. Leadership is influence, and you are a leader. That's why you listen to this podcast. So if this content and this podcast is meaningful to you, it would mean the world to me if you could rate it or write a review. It will give our podcast more exposure. And remember to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or LinkedIn. The podcast notes will help you with that too. All right, until we get together again next week, start living in a way today that will help you to thrive tomorrow. And remember, you can make it so.